When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to 51 First Dates. I'm Liza. And I'm Kimmy. And we are doing an experiment. And talking about dating. And love. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Cheers. 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 <laughs> Hi, everybody. I'm Liza. And I'm Kimmy. And I'm Carlin. And this is 51 First Dates, a podcast about dating. We're back in your ears. Thank you for being patient with us. A podcast about dating. I'll never get over that I've never mastered a better tagline. We are so lucky to have Carlin here and all of you here. And Liza's a married woman. Special episode. I hate it. It's so, I mean, love it. And I I also just don't, I was saying this before we got on. I do not feel old enough to be married. LOL, I'm 34. But, really minted you know, sometimes you're a child forever. And that is my, it's Gemini season, baby. <laughs> uh, how are you guys? So good. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> TBH, I, I was just sharing as well, because, you know, we chat for an hour before we ever start recording, that I, I am having late onset hangover. So if you are also feeling that, you know. We're in the same club, and I'm proud of you, and I'm, I'm proud of me. Uh, guys, I just want to say it, and then we'll just have our chat. But Liza and I know we've been MIA, and we've been thinking about how great this podcast has been and this community has been, but also that we don't want to be half-assed podcasters. And also, you know, I don't even know how many of you are still out there, but we really are grateful for you. So this is going to be a little goodbye for now. Like, we're going on a break. I don't, what's the, this is not a breakup, but we're just going to like, you know, work on ourselves for a while. <laughs> I don't know. This is weird. This is not goodbye forever. We may come back with more, but we're going to take a pause. Yeah. Who knows? We may come back and be in shift to being like a more general, like relationship with other people, self, family, friendship, whatever podcast, well, you know, like there, I, I feel like there's plenty of ways that our future could pan out but for now this is a see you later on this iteration of the podcast are obviously please keep following us because you know we will if we do decide to shift gears and come back like we will announce stuff here if you're subscribed to us you will get things in your feed and I I know that Kimmy and I will work together until we're in our granny stage and Carlin and I will hold each other's hands as we die. So, you know, keep please keep an eye out for us. Yeah, um, I, I can't. It's too emotional for me to think about us ending working together, Liza. Actually, I just, this is not. This is just see you later. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And we never will, you know, like that's just not in the cards. But obviously we've both um, been in these like really new life phases that have been really exciting for both of us and the the product of things we've been working towards for a long time like I'm super proud of you Kimmy and you know this is like we've both been pushing really hard for the lives that we have and 
unfortunately right now that means this podcast that we also love has had to take a back burner like you can't you can't keep all the plates spinning at the same time so we want to you know we want to make sure we're just like instead of doing a half-assed job at everything we're doing a good job at the lives we're like working really hard to build outside of the podcast and then maybe one day when there's more energy more time and like also like the the idea of what we want to how we want to like serve you guys as our audience is is more clear I feel like we've said a lot about dating and there's also like a lot more we can talk about in other realms and yeah I just I think that it's it's the right moment and um it is perfect that we have Carlin here today because I think like the theme slash title of this episode might be like pausing when you need to because that's also what Carlin's doing with dating a little bit. So like, I just feel like it, it, it does kind of have the right, um, the right look. Hey, produced as always, there's your theme, baby. But it's like, that's Carlin texted us a while ago and was like, Hey guys, I just am going to get off the dating apps. It's not serving me right now. So we're going to talk about pausing and taking breaks when you need to. And, um, Carlin, wait, you had a good, before we started recording, you had a good summary of what today was going to be about. Yeah, so I was just, like, looking at all of us together at, like, such, I feel like we're all making, like, very big moves in our lives right now, and just, like, thinking about relationships, we're just at different parts of our lives, because love can take so many shapes, like, I would never have thought this podcast wasn't, like, you know, oh, how to date and then how to get married, like, as if, like, you know, oh, Liza's life is the goal, like, that's not it at all like there's nothing wrong or betty better about any of those phases so like me pausing isn't like a loss or anything like that it's like how can you best serve yourself for one your number one relationship which is with yourself and then two how that informs everyone else that's in your life um so i just thought it was like an interesting to for all of us to be at different places but to be in really good places you know i thought i thought that was that's pretty nice yeah Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's like, it's so true. I think that the, the amount of love I've felt in the last two months has been amazing. And that is the best part. of. And I'm not talking about from Jeff. I do feel love from him. But I, if you're on the fence about having a wedding or getting married, Getting married, whatever. I'm not even talking about getting married. I'm not talking about the partner. I'm not talking about the whatever. I was very, as everyone on this podcast knows, not like all in on having a wedding. And the thing that was the most amazing to me is I don't know that I'll ever feel that much love concentrated at one time in my life. So I would encourage people to do something. Make Like it can be a literal picnic in your backyard. You shouldn't spend money. <laughs> I really wish I'd spend that less money. But it is... It, I have been thinking about like love in all iterations and how cultivating love and seeking out love is like something that I want to put really central in my life in the next two months and that I haven't been doing enough of. And I'm in a relationship. So it's not, again, it's like even in a relationship, you can be like, okay, Carlin, we talked about this right after my bachelorette weekend. We were just like, okay, we need to make sure we do this regularly make it important make it like central planet and be like we need to have our coven weekends of like women coven, (laughs) the coven (laughs) but like that's that's like really something I want to focus on next and I just think it's a good 
example of what you're saying of like the romantic relationship is not the puzzle. It is a piece of the puzzle. And Liza's wedding was so, can we talk about your wedding for a little bit? It was so filled with love. Yeah. And so much love celebration of love and articulation of love. And so is your bachelorette because we did a compliment circle and I just feel like let's get into it. Tell the people like, Everybody oh needs to do a compliment circle. <laughs> yes. It will tear you apart, but also build you back up. It's great. I had done one, and this is this really comes more from our, our dear friend of the pod, Sarah Winter. Uh, but I when I, I – it's a great girl's trip thing. I did it in Mexico City where there was a smaller group of us, so we could go around for each person. You just go around and you say one thing you love about the person you're talking about, and you go in the full circle. And at Liza's Bachelorette, it was such a gaggle of witches. Uh, I'm sorry, a coven. Such a large coven that we couldn't do each person, but, like, honestly, we should have. Uh, we would have just stayed up forever. We did that anyways. But but it's just <laughs> such weddings, celebrations of love, even just, like, girl time with your friends. Girl time. Am I from the 90s? Uh, I am. I am actually from the 80s but it's just such a reminder for me of like articulating what you love about someone and especially in this really tough time we're in as as a planet um and you know society I don't know it's just really really important to one make that time and two when you have that time really like say what you feel totally and I just want to give credit big credit to Kimmy because it's also like really hard I think sometimes to do that like especially if your group of friends or circle of friends is not as like vulnerable with each other which is fine lots of lots of groups of friends are uh, contain people who are like a little bit less heart on their sleeve all all people who who like all of this is fine. I'm not sh- shaming people who don't like want to gush all the time. I'm like I was ju- again just saying before we signed on. I think my wedding was too feelings. It was like a lot of feelings, but it's um, it can be really hard. But I think that one of the things I was thinking before this episode of like what are the big takeaways we learned from this experiment, from talking to so many people about dating, from talking to you know many guest daters. And Carlin amongst them, like, and a lot of times it's like, just take the, take the risk, just send the text, be honest and be a little vulnerable. And I've had this situation with, I was hanging, I was having dinner with a, a group of friends who like, I just hadn't seen in a long time. And I just kind of felt like we were all really form, being a little formal with each other, which is fine. And then we got drunk and I was like, let's all go around the circle and say one thing we're feeling particularly vulnerable about. And they all kind of like laughed at me a little bit because this is me in this group like I'm the feelings like I'm the theater major like this is what it's gonna be but I forced them to do it and it was a little scary because I felt like no one wanted to do it but I was like let no we're doing it and it was such a lovely conversation and like so I just I want to encourage you just like we always say with dating to to take that step even if it doesn't feel like totally natural be like a little bit vulnerable even with your friends with your family Kimmy was just saying can I share this about your family dinner oh of course yeah Kimmy was saying that they did a, um, a compliment circle for her mom who passed away and that that was like a really lovely experience even for her for date 13 who hadn't um, been lucky enough to meet her mom. And he my dad's to- girlfriend which is you know who is amazing and it's just it's really yeah it's yes Liza I'm glad you shared that because it's just it helps it helps all the hard parts too. 
Yeah. And it's nice to just, I don't know. I want to make my family do it. Maybe for Scott's yeah. birthday. Oh, my brother's My brother <laughs> has a very big birthday. I won't say what the number is. Yeah, I mean, um, make them. Make them do it. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, compliment circles. Uh, what else? I, I mean, I think basically in this episode, we should talk to Carlin about her dating pause. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make us an on-the-fly itinerary. I think we should talk to Carlin about her dating pause. I think we should talk a little bit about like I was saying, like, what are the big takeaways from the, the years of this pod? Like, what are the nuggets of wisdom we want to, like, leave people with for now? And those are kind of the two things that I thought we should maybe talk about. Does anyone have any other points of order? LOL, look at me trying to produce after I was rambling for 10 minutes. I was just Googling a little because I do think we should do one final consumption corner. Mm-hmm. Um, I may kick it off because I was thinking about it and noodling with just a shout out to two – Women who are really early guests on this podcast who have exciting projects that are out or coming out. So one, Amelia Diamond, I think our very first guest ever. She is now like, she's always been an amazing writer, but she has these pieces in the Sunday Times. And the latest is, who's playing Dungeons and Dragons these days? I actually don't know if this is the latest. I just thought it was great. The usual fans and then some about this like, this, this new world of Dungeons and Dragons kind of coming back and being cool or just not being what we've always traditionally thought so I I don't know like people gave us so much time just to support us at the beginning and that was everything and through Amelia we then met Danielle Prescott who has her book Token Black Girl coming out I think you can pre-order it I haven't gotten to read it yet um and please do you know I just feel so grateful for all these people who were so generous with their time totally they're definitely not listening but if you any of you are like thank you so much and yeah yeah and Amelia in particular I just I we only met Danielle the one time we were recording but Amelia we've we've known for longer and have met in person like several times and like have more of a relationship with her she is so I'm not saying this about Amelia specifically and not Danielle Amelia is like the loveliest human and every good thing that she gets is like so deserved and mm-hmm. earned and she works so hard and she is so nice to everyone she encounters and she is so generous like I am every time I see like a, an article that she's written pop up from the New York Times I'm like oh my god like it's she's just one of those people who you root for and she's so she's so kind and like it's please go read her article she's also like so smart and such a good writer and funny and beautiful it's too much. Yeah. Everyone's, everyone who's been on this podcast is just so beautiful. So beautiful. <laughs> and we always are like. It's oh. really stupid. And, and we're all beautiful. But, you know, usually I look like a troll on this podcast. <laughs> I, I'm very, I'm very rarely showered, especially when we're podcasting. Like, <laughs> all right. We should have some, done this something about of, it. Like done a video to post to the, the oh my God. Instagram so that people can see. Yeah. And they would say, whoa. And they would say, <laughs> I do just want to say, like, one note, Liza, I'm so proud of you, like, channeling Brene Brown with your friends. Like, as you were talking about, I was like, Brene Brown is here on this podcast right now. She's being channeled through Liza. Like, so proud of you. (laughs) (laughs) It was literally because I was listening to The Power of Vulnerability on the subway on the way to that dinner. (laughs) But, like, ah. I love that for you. (laughs) Carlin, do you have some consumption? I do. I actually was, like, missing the pod a couple weeks ago because I was like, I what should I be watching? Um, but then I stumbled upon The Staircase on HBO Max, which I know is, like, based on the documentary, which I will watch later because, like, right now I'm still, like, very, like, in the moment. I don't know what's going to happen. I just know that it's crazy. Um, but I just love it so much. I love Tony Collette. I love – I just – I love it. I love it. I love it. I'm just so – I'm just so involved with this show. 
when you're ready for the documentary, make sure you watch the one that's like on YouTube, like the old one. Not the old one, well, not the, the Netflix, Netflix one, too, one. But the, I, yes, the old okay. one is like. This is good. Thank it, you. It'll be worth was, it, even though it's okay. on YouTube. Yeah. Perfect. I will do it. It's so good. Yeah. It's such a good documentary. And like, it's funny. Wait, Kimmy, do, do you guys have opinions on if he did it or not? I abs. I mean, I won't. If, Carlin, there's no spoiler. I have an opinion. There's, there's not there's no. it's not a clear answer no well the, oh, the, there that, might be in i the guess show. that alone might be a spoiler yeah we don't know what the show does okay they're I at the owl part much. right now i think he oh. fully did it personally i do too i definitely on think he did it the way he's like also in the in the netflix documentary the way he is i'm like this is a guilty man but we won't go too far carlin because it's it's that's my opinion I, I, that's not a spoiler you think so too liza oh yeah I go back and forth. This, I like, I don't. <laughs> I did too, especially, I, I still do. And I watched, so I watched the pilot of the HBO one and was already like, mm-hmm. oh fuck, I'm into this. But I was on my honeymoon and I was like, I'm going to wait. <laughs> <laughs> this is murder. And, yeah. Um, I, I've only seen but, the first one, not because I wanted to quit, but I need to go back to it. But it, very brutal, the way they show. That oh, oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, so yeah. Much. Yeah. It was graphic the first episode I was like don't don't watch if you are um light of stomach <laughs> what is it light stomach like what's, st- right? what's the phrase I'm looking me if you're like phrase. me and you puke on Weak all stomach, modes Weak stomach. <laughs> I was like is it like <laughs> um good good consumption yeah. I actually watched some serial killer content <laughs> on Friday too I watched the John Wayne Gacy tapes oh that one's intense. and it's it's really intense, um, but I think they do such a great job of highlighting, like, the most important part of that, which is that he particularly preyed on young men who were gay, who were without families. Like, it, it's just so nefarious how, that he was looking for people who would not be reported missing, and it's so connected to, like, the, the way the police were treating gay people in the 70s it just, I mean it just is like it's so horrible and I just think sometimes when he's talked about it's skated over that he was like you know taking particular advantage of these 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 youths who were already at this huge disadvantage and it's like yeah it was very dark but also everybody should watch Ink Master I'm, I want to end on a positive note <laughs> It's truly, it's getting to the point where there's no reality competition show I won't watch. <laughs> I will, it is my genre. It is my happy place. I'll fuck with any, rea- if, like, anytime people are eliminated every episode in a foundational way, I'm there, bitch. Like, that's that's my jam. Yeah. But Ink Master is so insane. And you get to watch people get really fucked up tattoos, but they don't know they're fucked up, but then other people tell them they're fucked up. And it's also, like, some of the artists are just so fucking creative. They get these prompts and they come up with these like amazing. I literally don't have a single tattoo and I'm still like, I'm also fully think I'm an expert on tattoos. Now, like I'll be watching it. And I'll be like, his line work is jacked up. Like it's really fucking, it, I, it is just, it, and like the host is Dave Navarro. Who's the most, he's absurd. It's just such a fever dream of insanity. And I can't get enough. I am now a subscriber to Paramount Plus, commercial free, 
until I finish Inkman. I wonder how many other people like that was the acquisition. That, that was, was the, the way thing, they got yeah. <laughs> Probably not a lot. But Netflix got me hooked, baby. They had, they had two seasons on there and they served it to me when I was sick like, I don't know, five months ago or something. And in the back of my mind, I'm like, oh, I should watch more Ink Master. But I synced a bunch of it for the flight. Oh, my, oh, baby. Good content. I also just briefly want to shout out this last season of Top Chef, Liza. I, I watched it. I haven't week watched to it week. yet. Yeah, I'm proud of myself. I This show is, uh, Top Chef is an amazing, amazing show. And I, I know I'm late to the party there, but it's so good. And so then good. Hacks season two, I Ugh. didn't know a show could get so much better in its second season or like stay so strong. It's it's so, uh, from what I've seen, I just fucking love it. That show Did you guys watch the Cruise episode? Oh, yeah. Yet? I haven't watched yeah. any of it yet. I'm so behind on good content. I hadn't watched, I remember you re- recommended it like last year in Consumption Corner. And I, and I was like, oh, I don't think that's going to be my thing. But like in, before I watched Staircase and then I watched it I was like how did I not watch this or it's so good so it's been great to, it was great to binge the first season and then go straight into the second season obsessed oh my gosh the, the cruise episode of Gene Smart it's just like it's so good it's so good, so good. Oh. okay I'm so excited yeah. and that's a that's a show that's just mine too Jeff didn't has never watched it so I'm gonna Get I'm gonna it. yeah maybe tonight I have like, I have a night alone tonight which I'm like Oh, I have like a little night alone. So I got a, I got a, a half drunk bottle of ice cold red wine in the fridge. Beautiful. <laughs> two of hats. It's going to be great. Love it. Um, okay. So let's talk a little bit, Carlina, about, <laughs> I don't know, about why you, what you were feeling dating and why you decided to take a pause on the apps and just tell us tell us the story and tell us your feelings so I guess the story was that I just wasn't having fun I mean I think remember when I first came on the pod I was like oh like my intention is to have fun is to have a good time like if I'm not having a bad time if I'm having a bad time then I'm not going to do it and I still feel very like true to like holding that up for myself because Online dating, I don't want to say it's gruesome, but like it can, it can get, to, it can get to you. Um, and it was just, I think also part of it was still like really struggling with this move. I love my job, but I think it's just like not being in a big city. Like I actually went back to Chicago a couple, like a week ago just for a visit. And it was just like looking at the stats, it's 3 million, almost 3 million people there versus like the population of New Haven is like 173 or something. But like, New Haven like is the Chicago in terms of like the big city in Connecticut. So it's just, it's just, it's just so, it, it's, it's just so different. And like, like my radius, because there are so few people, my dating radius on the apps is wider than the width of Rhode Island. Like that's, first of all, Rhode Island is only 38 miles wide. That's crazy. <laughs> but my dating radius has to be like, 55 just to get like anything like it has to like dip into New York and all these different areas because like there are just like so few people and maybe not that there's like a lesser quality but maybe like the kind of person that I'm looking for there's a number of times that I read like I'm not interested somebody oh my gosh I just cut myself off but I was gonna reference people like saying like oh if you wear a face diaper don't swipe me or whatever but then I read something today that was like he was like, he's a pure blood. And I was like, wait, like true blood? Like the vampire, he means like he's not Vax. Like it had like an X oh, and then a needle. Boy. Like he's pure blood. And I was like, is that what we're calling? Is that a thing? Is that like, it, 
it was just gross. And <laughs> it's just, it's just more than I'm willing to, de- to deal with. Um, yeah. So oh. it just wasn't fun. And I did get back on. So this was like, Oh my gosh, I think it was maybe like February. Is that right? Is it, has it been that long? Maybe like when I texted you guys, like February or March, maybe when I was going to take my pause. And then I recently did get back on just to see like what I was feeling, but I feel like I don't, I don't know. Like I've been having like really honest conversations, like not in a sad way. Like we did have that pod of, of what was it? Like, what if I am alone forever? Um, <laughs> which saying it is very dramatic, <laughs> but just like, what does my life look like as a thir- almost 34 year old? And then beyond that, like, what is, what do I need? And something that I would love to touch base on, like when we get to the second part of like the takeaways of the pod, but like, what I need is just love from the people in my life that like truly know me and respect me and support me and whatever relationship that is, friendship, family, romantic, like that's literally all I need. And I have like a little spiel about love later that I'll get into, but like, that's, that's all I really want. And anybody that like, can't give me that, then, you know, it's just not, what's the point of like, you know, trying and like piecing it together for something that isn't that like you know settling for that or settling settling for less I feel put it on a t-shirt yeah (laughs) what you just said Carlin I really felt at Liza's wedding this is weird but because your vows were so beautiful because the love was so pure it's like there's we've all been to weddings where that is not the case and I just don't think there's any reason to do all of that if it's not a love that is so strong and worth celebrating. I don't know how to say this without sounding like a jerk. I guess I'm just like, there's no reason to settle. Like, as you were speaking, Carlin, even though we've talked about this before, I'm just having this like real epiphany or like when we've had Shaney Silver on and her work. I'm like, it, we have been fed so many lies. You know, we live in America. But the biggest like thing that my brain can't wrap itself around is just like, oh, you don't need a partner. And I know because of like also the science, there's like, you know, the so some of, you know, for years and years, people have been finding partners, but there is actually, you do not need to have a romantic partner to have a fulfilling life. Like, yeah, it sounds insane. that Like it feels like an epiphany every time. But like when you were, it clicked for me again, Carla, when you were speaking, I was like, it's just so real. And maybe I'm getting into takeaways, but wow. Struggling no, to, to say words. It's so true. And it's like, you know, I also feel like a lot of people want a life partner that's more like a business partner. And Mm -hmm. I'm just here to say there are things that are easier about that, certainly. And there are things that are not easier about that. So it's kind of a wash, you know? It's like, look, it's great to have somebody else to help me lift things and to, like, help me keep an eye on finances, which are not my strength. Definitely a theme of your wedding. Literally every I was like, damn! It was like there was like a roast section. Drag me! Everybody was like, before Jeff, Liza was broke and living on the streets, and now she, now she knows what a budget is. It was crazy, (laughs) dude. My dad, my dad was hammered, and man, he really dragged me. He was like, well, my wife (laughs) stole my speech, so I'm just gonna talk off the cuff. Great. But like, yeah, there are certain things that are way easier and there are certain things that were way easier about being single, like not having to make every decision together, not having to 
like I mean that's the big one <laughs> not not having to share a space not having to compromise on everything like it, I do genuinely believe that the lie we've been told that like our life is easier if you're partnered is a lie there's pros and cons to both so you know and there's also lots of ways to achieve that if you want I am still like dude the best move is to just get your own studio apartment in the same building that your friend has your best friend has a studio apartment and be like great we're life partners now you know like come help me lift this I'm doing laundry do you want me to do yours I just cooked do you want half of this like there are so many models for that and I know it's obviously easier said than done but yes I think that the the thing that Carlin is saying which is like love is the most important thing And there's a lot of loveless marriages. There's a lot of loveless long-term relationships. So if it's not love, it's not it. Damn, that's put that on a t-shirt. Like that's totally, yeah. I'm just, I'm just rephrasing what you said. (laughs) Any other thoughts on this? And Carlin, so what's, what's next? So do you, do you not want to date for a while or do you just not want to be on dating apps? I I feel like I wouldn't mind dating. Like just irrelevant. Sorry, I interrupt. No, no, no. I think so. I did like match with somebody that like like got me like very excited in a wholesome. Well, I guess like in a lot of different ways. But anyway, but like there was someone um, that like you know you had that feeling of what is it like possibility and like just excitement like and I hadn't felt that a long time in a long time like from. The apps also just want to say something in addition to just like his general look. Um, he had, there's this question on Bumble that's like, what your zo- zombie apocalypse plan is, that, that, that. And his was to keep you alive, which was just oh, like so hot. So I was like at work and I was like, oh my God, because my plan is to just die. Like I would just be like, <laughs> just take me. I, there's there's no way this this is going to work out. I'll so, one. Right, right. Like take me demons. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> right. But it was like a very like John Krasinski in like a quiet place like vibe happening that made me feel a lot of things. Um, but then he just didn't say anything to my message. And it was just like, there you go. <laughs> like that's just, and I mean, being able to like release it and not kind of like drag that with me into like, you know, any like future experiences like is nice. But I think my thing is like, if I don't feel that excitement, if it feels like work, like a struggle, cause like we've always talked, I excel very well at like talking to strangers and just like bringing up random topics or whatever. So if it feels like an extreme effort, like I'm just not going to fucking do it. And it's just, so if, if I need to be paused forever, then like, that is what it is. Like my, I think me as a person, I am maybe slightly interesting and maybe engaging enough that it's not like, it's not like I feel like, oh, I need to take better pictures or, oh, I need to write a better profile. Like those are like top notch. I'm not fixing them. They're done. They're fine. They're great. And like, if that doesn't speak to anyone, whatever. I literally can't do anything for you. I'm not going to change it. That's what this package is. Period. That's it. And it's so. a very beautiful package. Very smart. Very successful. Like dating Hilarious. apps are wise. Yeah. <laughs> they they need to like read. They. 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 Um, we need to like re work dating again. So I'm really struggling with words today, but. I feel like they're, you know, dating apps at first really changed the way we could date and meet. And obviously we're a huge part of this podcast when I was going on dates. But like, is Carlin, you are not alone in 
these feelings. And I feel like someone needs to come in and do something different. Apps are not it. Wow. Not it. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Yeah. But I think also Carlin starts from a place where like, I, I don't think you're afraid of dating. And and that, I think, was Kimmy's whole goal when she started the podcast. And mm-hmm. that, I think, is like, well, I'll save it for the takeaways. But like, that, I think, is what we want people to achieve. Is that like, dating's there if you want it. Yeah. And I think that's exactly what you're saying. It's like, maybe at one point it will be fun. Or you'll move to a new city and you'll be like, I want to see what they're like in this city. Which, it, again, it's like, it's a tool and it's not anything else. So if it's fun, it's like a toy, you know? And there's nothing wrong with a toy. It's just like, you play this. I'm not saying a sex toy. But it, like, you like play with it. Like when you're pet. A Tamagotchi. Yeah. Check in on it. <laughs> totally. Yeah. And like, if it's if you're having fun, that's what it's for. And if you're not having fun, maybe it's time to bring it to Goodwill. Yeah. Absolutely. Amen. Let's take a quick break, Aruni, and then we'll be back. Did you know a 2018 study showed half of prenatal vitamins tested had unacceptable levels of heavy metals? I'm Kat, mother of three and founder of Ritual. When I was four months pregnant, I couldn't find a prenatal I could trust, so I created my own. Ours is made traceable, third-party tested for heavy metals, and recently earned the Purity Award from the Clean Label Project. But don't just take my word for it. Get 25% off at ritual.com slash prenatal. I mean, kind of keying into what Liza said, right, it's about like vulnerability and authenticity. I think I'm getting into my takeaway because I'm so excited, but it's just, I don't know, it's like when people, like apps could be so good, but then nobody wants to be vulnerable. I mean, it's hard for sure, but I feel like for the amount of profiles that I read that are like gross and like face diapers, there are some that like, they're really like, I just want a genuine connection. Like, I think I read that more than anything else. That's just like, I I just want your body. I just want to touch your butt or whatever. Um, By the way, I'm just going to have restarted when you started this, this, I'm an, we're back. Basically. Yeah, we're back. And we're I'm going to have, Great. I'm back dating our backness. Carlin started saying really like smart shit on our break. So, so if it was, a, if it was, a, if it was an abrupt reentry. Okay. Carlin, continue. But yeah, so it's like, I see more people about like wanting, saying that they want a genuine con- connection than like just anything physical. So like the idea that we all want that in our lives isn't crazy. But then when we get on these apps or get out into the real world, it's like dating, ugh, gross. Why would I do that? And like, I just don't like nobody wants to be vulnerable enough to say that. And it's just a bunch of bullshit. So you're just gonna lie to yourself for the rest of your life and like have like unmeaningful relationships. Like, but when I can have and like segueing into my takeaway kind of, but like for Liza's bachelorette party, like I had met so many of her friends just for the first time. And when I say that I love them, like, I'm not kidding. Like, I, I think of Sarah Winter, like, we've maybe said, well, I don't, I, mean, I guess we were drunk. So maybe, like, more than 200, <laughs> 200 words. But, like, you know, if you think about, like, the number of minutes, but, like, I love her. Like, Katie Wigan, like, I love her. I love all of them. And I, like, I could cry just thinking about it. Like, 
what is what is the point if you can't have that that if you can't be vulnerable enough to like admit that you want that in your life and maybe you don't like maybe there are people that don't want it but to be vulnerable and say like I don't want that I just want your ass like I'd love that in a profile I mean to see that and then swipe left but like you know (laughs) (laughs) I, I would appreciate that so much more but like we as a society just like struggle so much with it and I'm not saying that I've never struggled with it but I just think goddamn people like dig in a little bit deeper I think we would all just have a better time maybe <laughs> or worse yeah go to know. therapy and just therapy. admit that we're humans we want love we just like right we all we literally all do maybe like one in every hundred thousand person people I can't even talk is like eh, I'm fine you know what I mean but like you're probably not that person yeah okay so oh my god this is gonna be so speaking of feelings um yeah how do we how do we want to do this do we want to go around and just like say what our biggest hope is for people listening or what our biggest takeaway is or what our goals are who wants does anyone want to go first oh my god I feel like such a like um kindergarten teaching right now teacher right now and I'm sorry I'm grateful because I am a kindergartner today. That's the mind <laughs> space I'm in. Okay, great. We Carlin had a lovely idea to do a compliment circle for the pod. I'm, I'm real time, working it out in real time. If, you, if you've been here a while, you know we do this. Should we combine these with takeaways? Is it separate? Yeah, is this kind of our... I feel like like once I get on a roll, like my compliment and my takeaway will, will merge. Will um, I feel like since I'm the newest, I should go first to yeah, give right. you guys some time. Um, so I would say my compliment circle, I think one, it's been so lovely to connect with Kimmy and like, I mean, this is part, part of our COVID reconnection thing. This is kind of stemmed from it. Um, but I think also it's, it's been helpful for me, which I don't, I don't know why I say that as a surprise, but it, it, it is like, I have like a Sunday morning listen through when I, uh, catch up on old episodes and it's just I'll be like I'll be laying in bed being like yes damn yes and like taking notes and things um and I think it's I think it's right so in moments like we are unable to be vulnerable with ourselves I think it's really nice to hear people that are around like a similar age and talking about things that we're going through to like hear that they might be struggling or know somebody that's struggling and then you feel like less alone I think I mean we reference it all the time but like the body positivity episode like I still think about that and get emotional thinking about that because it's just it is it is just so hard to be a woman and with even without society saying things like it can happen from within like your own family like what should be a safe space for you um I don't, I don't know. So I, I, I guess my compliment is for someone that I think I am like slightly put together and like on like a mindful path in my life. Um, I think it's been really nice for to, to be a part of this podcast and listen to it because it like brings up things that like I'm maybe too scared to think of myself or to address for myself. But you guys do it in such like a gentle and loving way that like if I have an answer of like, oh, I don't know. Or if I have the thought like, oh, shit, what if I am going to be alone forever? It's not something that I feel shame about. It's like, you know what, let's work through that thought process. Let's work through what those feelings and like, what the fuck does it mean? And usually it just means like, it's OK. Take a breath. Take a pause. And get some therapy like you'll be all right and so I feel like that's like my compliment for the pod it's just like 
thanks for helping out y'all oh oh my god is that god. good that's so is that good. nice that's very oh nice god. thank you for helping out is how i no. feel and oh my gosh carlin to have heard so much about you but then connect with you in this way i'm really grateful and i love you and i'm i yeah i, I my biggest fear sorry and this is why i was like liza we can't end it end it is that both of our relationships all three of our relationship as well will not be the same and it's because i need to do a better job of keeping in touch and i am on the west coast but i don't these are really important i feel very yeah. lucky to have women like you in my life same yeah and it'll be weird for you and i kimmy because like so we scary. have had this built-in catch-up like we haven't been in the habit of catching up otherwise because we talk for like an hour before we record the podcast I know know. we record the podcast so now you're just gonna get random FaceTimes from me I'm gonna do it I know it's like (laughs) weird west coast hours you're gonna be like Liza I'm working no no I'm gonna be like sorry I'm drunk I'm gonna be so grateful every time and I'm gonna be better about any anyone listening there who I'm terrible at keeping in touch with I don't know what's wrong with me but Gonna it's going to be this is part of the theme is that it's been hard it's you cannot do everything at once you can't and we've been trying and that's part of definitely both you and my personalities Kimmy yeah. Carlin has a much better way of being like no I need, I need this time <laughs> for myself Carl, you're like fucking good at that and it's I'm, I, it's something I'm trying to be better at Okay, I'm going to do a compliment circle for the pod specifically for what it's meant to my life selfishly And then maybe I'll do a compliment circle like outward. But I have felt so lucky to connect with so many like cool fucking smart women. It's like we were you just talking about Amelia Diamond or Danielle Prescott. Like those are people who we had on the pod years ago and I'm still following their careers, their work, their like the the awesome fucking things they're doing. And we've had – Uh, probably like a hundred people like that on this podcast and I feel I have felt a connection with almost all of them like we've had an hour-long very personal vulnerable talk with tons of women from every like almost every like age group who live all over the country in the world who have all different like thoughts and relationships to dating themselves their like personal relationship to it it's been so enriching to me like I feel like I've learned so much and it's been so life-changing and then also to have like these long-term connections with Carlin as a dater Olivia like of course and and of course I'm so proud of you Kimmy you were the original like brave vulnerable woman (laughs) and that's my biggest compliment circle and I'm so happy that it led you to someone who you're in love with but I'm also just so happy that it like helped you conquer the part of yourself that was like really really doubtful of yourself and then I I was able to like um succubus off your bravery and feel that way myself and feel less afraid of taking risks and I didn't do anything vulnerable so since the beginning of my relationship with Kimmy her her bravery has astounded me but this podcast has been another step where like I've seen that bravery just it's it's not even bravery it's like boldness it's like because bravery implies fear but you just are so bold and you always have been and I've always glommed onto it and you just like head first we're like fuck it I'm doing it and like I'm making this happen in every way and it's so and that's how you are with everything and it's so 
I am like the the goose right behind you who's just what, what's it called the one that's like you know in the jet stream <laughs> no. I wish I knew what this word was because it would be more impactful but that's how I feel I'm so so that's that's what I have have the it's yes that's how I have felt about this podcast Liza I have never that means so much but you need to know that I don't think I was ever I was very different and less bold and brave before I met you and had your support and I remember meeting you at Esper and thinking how cool and smart you were and how you like seeing anything cool and smart in me and having that kind of you know and it's Again, I, I wish, I wish I was better at articulating today. There's no like filter on the support you were willing to give to. I'm, I'm missing mm. the right words. You're just so giving. And There's no limit to, me, to her support. To everybody else. It's selfless. It's your, your belief in me is the only reason, like this podcast is the most obvious example, but everything else we ever worked on. Without you, I wouldn't have done any of it. Any of it. I mean, same. It's like we really grew up together we in did. like just just figuring out how to conquer the things that were holding us back. And it's, I, I, you know, I don't know where I would be without you. Me too. I would truly. be a different person. I used to be so impatient and angry all the time. And I learned from you how to be less of a bitch. No, but really, like, really, it I used don't to think be bad. that's true. I think you had a fire and have a fire. And I didn't because I was just stoned on the couch all the time. <laughs> <laughs> and you were like, Liza, we got to email some people. We want to do this. We got to, like, reach out to some people. Like, you know, th- like the things – the the career and the the ability I have now now we're compliment circling each other. I know, I know. <laughs> I keep but derailing us. I'm sorry. Usually, Kimmy and I do this drunk at bars, and <laughs> now we're doing it sober on the internet. Um, but it, it's truly like it's uh, the the growth continues, and I know that like this is not the last thing we'll work on together. I don't even think this is like the full stop end of us podcasting together. Yeah, but. That's just how it goes. We work together and, and that's we're co-workers. So that's, you know, what we part of our relationship and a part that I really value. So that's not that's not going anywhere. Definitely. It can't. I won't let it. <laughs> um, here's my compliment circle outward briefly is just that I think our listeners are like really kind, good people. And I will always be proud of like the community we have. We've had a an you know a secret Facebook group that's fairly active for like five years and I don't think it's ever gotten into like name calling or negativity like there has been maybe one instance where Kimmy texted me and was like "Eh, maybe we should pause comments on this but it was like a conversation that was veering negative and then someone came in and was like you're right I'm sorry like I over like it's it's just really really speaks so much to I think who who you guys are who are listening it makes me feel so happy that like you're the people we're we're talking to on the internet I always feel really it's it's something that I will smile about definitely when we get messages or emails or anything but also just sometimes privately where I'm like oh there's just like really nice people out there who are listening to us and that makes me feel really happy it the true gems like you are gems mm-hmm. because that is the case I feel so lucky and I don't even even if we were you know 10 times bigger podcast I still feel like it would be true gems because if you're not a gem I don't think you'd like a lot of the things like the trolls wouldn't end up in that secret Facebook group unless they were just looking at trolls that they would but it's just the 
the the love and support and vulnerability like talk about vulnerability and the messages we get or I'm just so grateful for you know anyone who's listened to this supported us in any way but really how you've been able to share with us like what has helped what we could do better on and always kind in a kind way and and just lifted each other up as well it's so beautiful it's I, I we're never going to get rid of like the community part that secret Facebook group and it's it been such an honor to have such amazing um listeners and yeah totally yeah Kimmy do you want a compliment circle now it feels so like I know I I fucked up because I jumped in every time I jumped in (laughs) not at all and you also don't have to we can do our takeaways and like I'll do a compliment circle to the podcast for really I guess this is a weird one because there will be takeaways but it was and and you know Liza you were a huge part of this but this podcast is still really kind of therapeutic for me so Carlin you're a part of this as well but early on this like saved me from some of the hardest parts of grief like having this project having this um new way of looking at things and not going to like the darkest places and I think dating was an area that I always beat myself up on within so you know not that I needed to have a this podcast could have been about anything and I I think it would have still been like a really important thing for me and especially that first year after my mom died but like I don't know it's just so amazing to have created something that like even if two people listen to it which might be the case right now um just like the with your support Liza us putting something together just like a really good way to 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 shift the energy of what was a really hard year so that's like that's a testament to, again, everyone who's been involved with this too. But I really – it's very selfish. I'm like, hey, thank you, podcast, for helping my grief. But it's really no, cool but- how, again, connecting with other people. Like, it's just the thesis of this podcast. Like, connecting, creating, like, being vulnerable is just, like, all right there for us to do. But sometimes it just feels so hard to do it. And you will feel better after you do, whether it's dating or just, like, saying the compliment to your friend you will feel better. Yeah. Love, bitch. It's no. truly, it's like, but you were smart enough to know that too. Be like, I need something that is a, a regular practice of, of connection. Yeah. And like, I really, that that's exactly what I was saying in, in mind too, of like connecting with all these people. Like it really is, it all comes down to that. And like, I know I talked, I think on our last episode about, this episode this this podcast episode about about rethinking your digital life Mm -hmm. but like something that really stood out to me this this look would it be a podcast if I didn't rant a little bit against social media but it it was the guy interviewed in in this podcast episode which um uh, yeah it was I'll I'll find and and put in the show notes maybe Uh, (laughs) like we have more important stuff to put the show notes but it, it was about how you know, some of the big companies, social media companies, could easily make a button where you said, hey, I want to see someone in person. Like, I'm setting a status that's like, I feel like hanging out with another human and anyone in like a five-mile radius who I'm friends with would get that alert. And if they felt like hanging out too, they could. But they will never do that because they make money by keeping you on Mm -hmm. their apps. And the apps are 
specifically encouraged to keep you there and they are a way of feeling and this is applicable to dating apps too they're a way of feeling connected but they actually are the opposite of connection you're alone on your phone I've been doing like a lot of trying to rethink and retool my relationship with my phone since I listened to this podcast episode and it's been so positive so I also would just really encourage people as much as possible to remember to connect with yourself and to connect with others and when you're with your friends make them put the phone face down on the table and the first person to pick it up has to pay (laughs) this is my like I hate ranting about it but truly like one of the reasons that I think things are so tough right now especially in the last two years we've had is that everyone I think is a little lonely and like really craving connection and I didn't even know I was feeling that way but like all the love I felt at like my bachelorette party my wedding really reminded me like oh yeah this is a really like this is in that movie um Inside Out it's like this is a core this is an island of my personality Mm -hmm. you know this is really important and I've been neglecting it and part of that is because of the world we live in and everything that's happening and but yeah my I'm ranting so fucking hard you guys I'm sorry somebody stop me I love your I love no I just wanted I was like have either of you seen Top Gun because there's a no phones on the bar situation Jennifer okay guys Top Gun's good I'm sorry it was really good wait the new one the new one yeah sorry the new one yeah the the old one I've seen once in my life and I was like 20 something once I finally saw it the new one is just like I don't know I liked it I did not expect to but there is a no phones on the bar rule or Tom Cruise has to buy everyone's drinks because yeah. I like it. Um, so anyway, connection, vulnerability, what else is our a takeaway? I think also something that you said, Kimmy, like I guess we've all been saying vulnerability <laughs> and connection, but I think kind of just taking it back to like our original theme of pausing. Like the same goes for that. Like that also is a very vulnerable choice like to make for yourself to pause whatever you need to do. And I think like taking that time is really important. I think obviously we're in a society that like, you know, it's hustle, hustle, hustle. The economy's failing. We all need to be making so much money to have a hat. Like, let's not even get into it. Like it stresses me out. But like I have to take a pause from that because I will spin out. I, I just can't do that so I I think there's something to be said for you know realizing kind of just I think something I said before like the first relationship you have is with yourself and like you just have to pay attention to that like I think if Liza if you don't mind me sharing it but so Liza's about those people like my god they were so good but at one point she is trying to find a word to describe her and Jeff's relationship um I feel like it's really personal, so I'm not going to describe the word, but one of the other words that you used was, you said, like, it's astonishing. Like, in that, I just love that word. Like, it's astonishing. Like, love can be astonishing and life-changing, and it is maybe, like, one of the greatest and, like, worthiest pursuits you can do in your life. And again, not even just talking about romantic love, but, like, friends, like, I I just there's just like no better word than astonishing. And then the word that Liza used, but I'm not going to use it. Um, but it's, 
You can. It's just cheesy. The only <laughs> no, reason I, I'm embarrassed. I feel like if I was gonna say so like, cheesy. that's so cheesy. It's you not, guys had to be there. It was beautiful. <laughs> but she said like, and just the way that she said. I mean, we were like geeking out about it. Like there was a beautiful pause, and it was just great. But like, their love is a miracle, and love is like a fucking miracle. The idea that two people or whatever kind of group you're looking at can find each other and like each other enough to like want to be around and like take take them through your shit again not limiting this to romantic relationships like even like look at Liza and I like we were close in college and then life happened whatever and didn't talk for a number of years and because of COVID came right back to it because that a fucking miracle of love and like now I can I owe so much to her for connecting me to these people that I otherwise would not have met but like cannot imagine my life without and so I just can't like I just like can't say enough about like the support that is within sorry (laughs) the support that is within that group because to me like it it has it has been life changing like I honestly do think like I think of getting like a big condo like where we are live together in New York or whatever it's like what do we have to do to be together for the rest of our lives (laughs) (laughs) um and I just god yeah I just can't say enough of it like my heart oh my gosh yeah my heart was so incredibly full when I'm with you guys talking to you even like you know just three people from the coven right now coven I don't even know how many we have. It must be like ten or twelve, but I think it's thirteen, is which it 13? is like a oh, I love for the that. Cover. Yeah, <laughs> um, you know, yeah. I just can't, I just can't say enough about love and you know, in support of love. It's a beautiful thing. It really is, and I do not ever take for granted the love in my life and the romantic love in my life. Like, it's all, it's all invaluable, but. I think that the biggest thing, like another really big takeaway that I think everyone should have is just, oh my God, you guys slap me, backhand me. Like loving your, so, so, okay, here's how I'm getting, I'm going to say love yourself and it's going to be annoying, but like, let me get there. So (laughs) I think the biggest takeaway, well, I I don't want to take words put words in Kimmy's mouth or take steal one of her takeaways. No, stop it. Okay. All right. I love you. Okay. (laughs) Oh my God. I've been like, I've been qualifying for like a full minute. So I think that Kimmy became, had this amazing transformation when she realized that like anything that didn't go her way in dating had nothing to do with her because she was herself and herself is an amazing fucking woman that so many people love. So if she goes on a date with someone and doesn't get a text back or doesn't, or after a few dates, they ghost or they tell her it's not the right thing or any of those things, or if she does that to anyone, it is just that it's not love. And again, love is like you can't define it. It's it's a, it's astonishing. It is like this fucking spark thing that has infinite factors. So that transformation of realizing like, oh, this is actually just not about like things I'm doing wrong or, or or problems with my body or the way I look or all of these lies we we tell ourselves and we're taught to tell ourselves as women because we are taught that like finding a man and locking him down 
then we're successful and then we've whatever. So all of the, the narrative is towards that. And so I think, so when I say like that loving yourself is the most, most important thing, that's what I mean. So we'll end this podcast. I mean, we're not saying we're ending it right now, but like we always end this podcast with go on a date and I still feel that way. But what it really means is like, don't be afraid to go on a date. I was always afraid. And I got lucky with Jeff to meet someone who was so vulnerable and called me on so much bullshit. It's insane. For like two years, just stripped away layers of bullshit. And that is because he had done a lot of work on himself and he comes from a family that's very honest. And those are all lucky things. But most people, both people have all these vulnerabilities. And there isn't someone who's willing to be like, listen, fucker, you have to say how you feel right now. And that's hard so like you have to do the do the work on just knowing that you are in your in your state as you are totally worthy of love even if you're not none of us are perfect like there's a million things I want to work on in myself and I will continue to forever as long as I'm on this earth so like that's a given don't worry about that but you're definitely lovable you definitely have people who love you like so great go find one who loves you and wants to fuck you Uh, yeah (laughs) yeah I think it's like not taking it personally like yeah Liza when you said this feels like kind of like a shallow example but when you said about like or what my body looks like like the way I I just weirdly was looking at some old pictures where I'm I was much thinner like to the body positivity in that phase where I thought I was undateable and banging my head against the wall dating people who didn't like me back and it wasn't about my body and it wasn't about my personality and it wasn't even like it was about that it wasn't right it wasn't right because it just wasn't right and it's so hard not to take it personally because dating is so vulnerable but like I don't know and I'm not the only proof I am such proof that like it can happen it never happened for me and then it happened like it's it wasn't and nothing nothing changed in me other than the way I was viewing things and 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 approaching dating what what I really admire about you Carlin is that you came into this podcast and dating with without you know I don't I don't want to put words in your mouth either but I felt like you had such a healthier relationship to just like that part of it that's really hard like of course things can still feel personal and challenging and sad if they end and you didn't want them to but like you were so you had such a healthier point of view from my perspective on dating than I did when I came in so it's kind of a testament to like I guess no matter what phase you're in like dating doesn't have to define you yeah yeah I think it's a lot about I think the difference between like however I old I was starting this pod and like being 10 years younger, the difference is that like I was choosing myself, like I was looking for someone to like compliment my life or whatever, but like putting my self first, like you shouldn't, it's like, stop abandoning yourself to make something work. Stop abandoning yourself for others. Cause at the end of the day, if it doesn't work out, like it's, (laughs) it's just you looking at yourself in the mirror and I just it's it's interesting because I think I just and I still struggle with this but the thing that I try to do is like stop taking responsibility for like other people like you know taking like seeing their actions their actions towards me that I don't like that make me feel bad but then like it's like I would absorb it and then turn it around and be like you did this like or you didn't do that so this Mm -hmm. happened and it's like don't take responsibility for their stuff 
for their emotional unavailability, their immaturity, their lack of vulnerability. Don't take responsibility. You don't, I'd say, like, leave that shit at the door. Don't bring that to me. Don't bring that over here. Um, And that's, like, a daily struggle, though. Like, I still, especially in dating, being a woman, of course, I'm going to think, like, oh, maybe it is me. But, like, I really have to work to remind myself, like, I am just Carlin. If it if we don't vibe or whatever, it doesn't we don't get along. That's fine. I only want to be with somebody that I get along with, that likes this vibe, that likes this girl that for the life of her cannot stay up past nine thirty. I just can't do it. <laughs> I cannot do you it. You up so late at my. I wedding, know. I, you guys, oh, you I didn't have to take a nap at all. I, okay, so just to get back to, so there was like the after party. I was going to go to two thirty, but like things were wrapping up at two, but. Everyone was like, Carl, stay until 2.30. I was like, I'm not staying until 2.30 unless we're dancing. And then me, Samantha, and Wu, like, turned it into a dance party. It was great. It's like, one way this is going to happen if this girl's dancing. And she danced. She danced. Uh, I mean, (laughs) I, seeing you on the floor tearing it up at 2.30 in the morning, potentially the highlight of the the I mean, it it was a sight to be seen. (laughs) I know. I just like no nap. Like, come on, that's that's pretty good. (laughs) Really, really proud of you. Like, not even a nap at the table. If uh, (laughs) Liza and Kimmy have witness, I'm talking like a mid conversation. (laughs) Mid conversation. (laughs) (laughs) You know what it is? It's like an it's like an eye rest. Really, it's it's most definitely in my head. I'm like, oh, I'm just gonna rest my eyes. (laughs) Yeah, for a second. Yeah. Yeah. And then you. And then my favorite though is the moment when you pop them awake and you you try to join the conversation but it's like from like you know like maybe like three minutes ago (laughs) (laughs) it's it's something i i dearly want to capture this on video someday just to have so when i'm sad it's amazing because it's like yeah yeah it's a lot but yeah it's not a lot it's it's (laughs) It's, like the most endearing it's the most charming (laughs) like i mean there it's like it's just fucking adorable it's so I just honestly like cannot wait to meet the person that's like you know what I love that I want to be married to that I want to I want to see this every day of the week yes struggle (laughs) but but like truly yes but right there is that person yeah like I yes I'm excited for it like no rush or anything I just think that would be um super delightful (laughs) dude and isn't that the fucking vibe right like they're there like, you can be excited for them without it being like, but wh- why aren't they here right now? And I'm mad and my parents are mad at me for not. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, that's what we're all taught. And it's just fucking wrong. And there's so much. I mean, I just to anyone listening, there is so you have love in your life, like cultivate it, fucking revel in it. I feel like such a goddamn hippie. What other takeaways? Anybody else? It's related, but just, and it's been said in a million movies and everything, other podcasts, but the stories that we tell ourselves, you really have to put in the work, whether it's therapy, whether it's starting a podcast, It just like give yourself credit because those stories get really ingrained even when you know that they're lies that you're telling yourself or like for me it was the undateable thing or like I'm not worthy. And just give yourself, be gentle with yourself, be patient with yourself as you undo those stories because they are so deeply, you know, from childhood and all of our experiences. Um, and for some people, you know, really serious traumas, they they become part of our fabric and they will become 
like they, they, they're they one are like sharing those things or, and working through them what you can still be lovable like the darkness you know someone will even love your darkness I feel like I've kind of learned that um but also I don't know just like I don't that was really big for me like these stories were really hard to untell and still are the body stuff fucking still going on I'm really yeah struggling with the idea of a bathing suit and I'm 33 years old like it's and I know better like I know that's not the vibe I know that I'm actually happier if I can just not worry about the five pounds but can't can't undo that one yet yeah it's interesting. I had days oh sorry it's, it's, no, you got it. it's interesting when you're talking about inside out, Liza, like, so the core memory thing, it's, if you think about like all, like the stories, I think uh, connecting like core memories to the stories that we tell ourselves that are, have shaped us because like, that's our history. And I, I think like visually, Kimmy, as you were talking about it, it's like, so I can't, I can't change what happened to me. I can't change the way that my parents raised me or like the things that I went through, but I can stop like turning the light on like you know in mm-hmm. like in the sh- in in the movie like the, like the lights turn off and everything like I could stop like retelling that story and like bringing it up like I was thinking the other day it's like I'd say sometimes I'd like you know oh like Carlin's like sad childhood like story hour or something like and I say that like jokingly but but also really but anyway but like you know to stop like leading with that like it's like I am who I am right now because of that for sure but I feel like it doesn't need to be like dredged up every day like here's my suitcase of like childhood trauma and opening it up it's like what would you like to talk about (laughs) like you know what I mean like I just I it's I think it's fine if it activates on its own because I'm being vulnerable and discussing with somebody but I don't have to keep turning the fucking light on and being like let me showcase and focus on this because it's just a goddamn swimsuit, Carlin. Just like, do you, you're li- literally never going to get in a body of water again, which in my head, like I have had that thought, like I just won't ever do it. But it's like, you know, why deprive yourself from things because like, you know, you keep dredging it up. Like I, and it's work to like shut that suitcase like every day. But I think that's better than like giving into it. But that, I say that as somebody that's going to struggle with that, like for the rest of my life. Yeah. yeah. But and yeah. so many of us will. We truly. And like knowing that we're in it together is really helpful. Oh really, God. really helpful. Because I know what both of you look like. And mm-hmm. I like unironically think you're both like such fucking hot bitches. So it's just so absurd. But I, on my honeymoon, on one day, I, you know, I was basically in a bathing suit for like two weeks. And Day to day, I looked in the mirror and saw different things. Yep. Literally. Like, very different things. And it was like, became an experiment. I brought five bathing suits. We did laundry once, right? I was like, I can, you know, whatever. So I was wearing the same bathing suit sometimes. A day or two later, and I was like, having completely different visions and responses to my body in them. And it was so frustrating (laughs) and so angering and I just feel like, oh, my God, I've done so much mental work. I've done so much, like, yoga and trying to connect with myself. And so, like, I've just, I've been working on this shit for so many fucking years. And I still just can't put on a bathing suit and, going to the, and go to the beach without it being, like, a fucking, like, you know, experience, uh, emotional experience. And that is, like, really, really maddening. And I just, in terms of takeaways, 
want everyone to know you're not alone in that and that it should not stop you from connecting with people and feeling sexual and feeling attractive. Like, it did for me for years. And it still fucking does, even though I've been having sex with the same person for eight and a half years. I still, it still affects that part of my life. I had a meltdown and at your wedding. that's insane. See, or like seeing the pictures of me at your wedding, I just was like, what the fuck? Like I, and I have it with the person I've been having sex with. Like I'm like, what? Like I, a true yeah. meltdown. I don't know what that yeah. person looks like. I'm not like meltdown. And, and the same way I would have meltdowns about, I don't know, you're also not alone in any fear about dating. Like it, it feels like that too. We're all in this together. Literally all of us, even these, you know, fuck boys. There's like, we're all in the vulnerability part too. We're all in it together. All this, this is all the scary stuff. This is because it's the most personal, intimate, and like vulnerable. Yeah, totally. And it doesn't like great examples here. It doesn't go away because you're in a relationship. Yes, mm. yes. The Thank idea I, yeah. that someone like wanting to have sex with you regularly will flip that switch off, turn the light off permanently take the light bulb out right. throw it in the garbage Damn. or the recycling it doesn't that's not it which so, is why that it does it, you don't need to be dating because it's actually about the relationship with yourself because that part of my relationship with myself I still haven't worked out the body stuff and so it doesn't matter there is no cure the thing I thought would be the cure like oh I'm lovable like it's not it didn't work yeah and that's not to be like well we're all fucked but just to be like that's literally the evidence that you don't need whatever you think the, the need that that other person is going to fulfill. Like, other than, yes, it's okay to want love and genuine connection. But there, there's no fix. Whether, like, it could be financial yeah. stability. Whatever it is, it's not going to do it. You have to work that out with yourself. Yeah. And understand that it's like, you know, loving yourself is like a, it's a, uh, it's a practice. It's yeah. not a goal. You know, it's like, like yoga uh, this yeah. I will lose five more pounds and then then I'll really it's like <laughs> no it's world. like uh, yeah I, I actually feel that way because I can't lose I five. literally feel that so way tough. I'm like I'm <laughs> so pounds, do I like, we all the real Carlin here she comes <laughs> but we we the weird thing is we know it we've been taught and I was reminded that. of that looking yeah. at photos last night yeah. so I was just like whoa I thought I, I was struggling then I looked skinny there and this I like bathing suit photo I just I don't know how I ended up there but I did I was looking for some other old photo and it's so, just silly. like was so unhappy. we it absorbed so much fucked up shit mostly to get us to buy products. Yeah. To be different than we are. Like late stage I mean, Jeff and I baby. just did a, a budget meeting last night. <laughs> and when I looked at the amount of money I spent on my physical body, like in the months leading up to the wedding to try to look my best for one oh. day. I'm like, oh, you, Fuck, I wish I mean, I had you were a goddess. <laughs> Liza looked fucking incredible. (laughs) But I was like, I wish I had used that money to make a movie. I mean, it wouldn't have been enough to make, but make a something. You know, it's like one of those things where it's like, and we've absorbed that forever. It's getting better. I really hope that little girls today will absorb way less of that. But it's tough, and like, it is. It comes into dating in such a big way. So like, that's yeah. I'm really glad we're having like this depth of a conversation about it because. It's like an undertone to everything we talk about here is like the way we relate to how we look and our bodies. And it's so, 
It's so and it's sad. an undercurrent to everything in life, obviously, but it feels so directly correlated in a way. The, yeah. Okay, that was not really a new thought. It was just a whoa. Yeah. No, it's, it's crazy. But honestly, here's a here's a takeaway. Go with your female friends to a day spa where nudity is required in the female locker room. No, Carlin, don't make that Carlin, face. Carlin, my face No, 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 no. And here's the thing. Now that. that you guys have made this. No, no I don't want to. You're, we're, we're doing it. It's Why done. <laughs> All three of us. Next time we're together, I'm not kidding. Because here's the thing. And I've talked about my friend who. The camp. Sh- Charlotte. Hippie camp. I can, yeah. I can say her name. Was, who, yeah, yeah. Who, hippie camp. Going and be do go so go to one of these friends these spas with your friends, and do a compliment circle in the hot tub. Going to one of these places and seeing so many women's bodies in the same place was one of in all of the things I've done one of the most positive forward momentumy experiences I've had in feeling comfortable in my body because you sit there in a room of 100 women and you're like, oh my God, it's just a body. And there are women in here who I would see with clothes on, who I would think were perfect, who you see them naked and you're like, it's just a body. It's like they, yeah. you're, every single, every woman has cellulite and stretch marks and this and that. And and also every woman, the hippie fucking forever, is like kind of beautiful and hot. Just like all these like big curvy women. And it's just like, it, it's like you sit there and you're like, oh shit, like women are awesome. And it really was a life changing, such a life changing experience. And after five minutes, it's not weird that you're buck ass naked with your friends. I swear to you. You, they're you, they're both looking. I wish the I had listeners to, now could <laughs> see your faces. In Iceland, I had to be in a, a, a communal shower room where you had to naked shower before going in one of those like plunge, lagoons, hot springs. Mm-hmm. Um and. People just didn't give a fuck. My mom and I were like so nervous getting undressed and like got our bathing suits on really quickly. And you, I, I see where you're going, Liza. It's just you're gonna have to give me an alcohol. Yeah, <laughs> if we could pregame, you guys can, that'd be great. You guys can both have an alcohol. I'll if it can get you into. This makes I feel like a predator. <laughs> no, <laughs> I feel. I think it's problematic that that's where my mind went. I was like, "Ply me," and then. Oh God, you're. Right. <laughs> Here's how to fix your problems: get your friends naked and get them drunk first. There you go. If I can, t- if I can leave you with any takeaways, that's the takeaway. and that's how <laughs> dark this all is, is that I feel I need an alcohol t- to get. Oh my God! To get me- oh God! <laughs> well, look. All right. Any other ones? Any other big takeaways? I don't want to leave anything. I love you both very much. I love you both very much. I'm really, really I love you guys. Grateful for you. Grateful for everyone listening. So much love. And, you know, you can always reach out to us. You can always DM us or email us. Always. Literally always. And um, we love you. And go Go on on a a date. date. (laughs) See you soon. (laughs) Ha, 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 ha.